Chad. Ah, come on! So did you watch the Nintendo Direct today? No, but apparently there's going to be a movie with the Chris Pratt's in it. Uh, wait. Yeah. Um, I, I know this is a Hollywood movie, so the Hollywood casting shouldn't be surprising, but it was so jarring to see some of these names. I see Anya Taylor-Joy. I know people who really like her. I think I do too, but I can't remember who she is. Charlie well, Day's thing is in the- it. Oh, fuck yeah. Charlie Day's great. I, I, it's not that besides Seth Rogen, there's nothing in here that I don't like. It's just, it made me realize I don't know what I want out of a Mario movie. Like, I don't want to hear any of these people read lines because Mario's not a character that has lines. He goes, wahoo, right. and that's about it. Woohoo! Wahoo! Yours is better. So, I mean, I, it, it just made me realize, like, boy. Nintendo only cares about Mario and they just throw Mario at everything and see what works. Yeah. Because I doubt there's a truly inspired story behind this, right? Who's playing like, this Bowser? This is not going to be the tale of the generation. There's Jack Black playing Bowser. Uh, what they say? I mean, Jack Black's entertaining. I like Bowser. I wouldn't think to marry the two, and I wouldn't think, like, what is Bowser's dialogue? I have a big shell dick, according to the Rule 64. Because it's not 34, because that was on the Nintendo 64, so they get Mario porn gets to be Rule 64. I have decreed. Well, I think I am kind of drunk. Did you see they they also announced a Nintendo 64 Bluetooth controller? <laughs> Why? For what? For Nintendo 64 games. Unlike the Switch or something, the ones you can yeah. buy for like a dollar? Um, no, you have to pay a subscription for the Nintendo 64 games. That's stupid. Uh, it was a really very strange presentation today. I don't know. Did they announce they a finally Smash gave thing? Us the Bayonetta 3 trailer with gameplay. And it's like, okay, thank you. I feel like you can skip the rest of the presentation. Sounds about right. So I take it there was no Smash Brothers. No, everyone was looking forward to Smash Brothers. And they played a couple trailers, and then the, the president's there, right? And he says, yeah. uh, before this next trailer, uh, we would love to tell you about Smash Brothers. We're going to announce the final character in October, and you can watch our presentation then. And then they went to some other trailer. Fun. Good job, Nintendo. I don't know what I'm expecting out of this, right? I didn't even know this was happening today until like an hour ago. I'm like, oh, did you know there's a Nintendo Direct? They might announce a new Smash character. And it's like, oh, that's cool. And then I log into my computer like, Chris Pratt's in a Mario movie. And I'm like, oh, that's where we went today. Okay. Everybody, whatever. I probably won't see it. Or if I do, it'll be six months after it comes out. Because I'm weird and old and tired. Did you watch the Star Wars anime? No. I want to watch that. You did text me about that today, and I was like, oh, yeah, I do have Disney+. Plus. We could actually watch that. Yeah, but then you texted me a better idea. Did you want to do that? Yeah, let's do that, unless we're, we're still vamping and being dumb. I'm fine with that for a bit. Don't we do that for about an hour and then say, well, that was good? Yeah, we're good. We're good at this show. Let's write some, uh, let's write some perfume commercials, because I don't know if you've ever seen a perfume commercial, Cameron, but they're no. really stupid. What do you mean, No. I don't. I haven't seen a perfume commercial. Fuck off! There's no way that's true. This one has music playing. Here, 
Okay. This is what I'm talking about. This is this is for Chanel number no. five at Macy's. So for the listeners, it starts off and it's very moody and there's a, there's a bridge and it looks like a very nice place probably in Europe. Moon's big. And then this lady starts dancing with this dude on the moon. And you're like, oh man, what kind of commercial is this? What is this trying to sell me? Because it feels almost like a trailer for a movie, but there's no information. But it's well shot. I like the colors. Very black and gold. Looks cool. The, the two people have chemistry. They're clearly having a good time. They're still on the moon. And then it ends and you're like, here's perfume. This smells like being on the moon. And it's, how do you advertise a smell? And not just a smell, but a really ritzy, expensive smell that apparently will make people like you. Because the answer is not well. No perfume commercial is good. I kind of love this cover. Cover? Yeah, of Royals. Oh, is it really? Yeah, listen again. It's a very, like, haunting and moody but sweet version of Royals. I never noticed that. It is kind of nice. What are the lyrics? Is that the song I'm thinking of? Yeah, by Lord. Oh, Lord. There's one I saw today or yesterday uh, for a, a men's cologne. Cologne commercials are dumb, too. We can write those as well on the show. And uh, this guy, he's wearing like a, like a button-up shirt, but he's got a button down pretty far. You can see his chest. He's kind of handsome. He's walking around, and there's like a desert, and there's this guitar in the middle of the desert. It's a really nice guitar. Zooms in on the guitar. And he goes, and he picks it up, and it turns out there's giant speakers behind him. And he starts playing the guitar, but he's not like playing anything cool. He's just kind of like strumming random-ass chords and looking like really like I'm. You're like, oh, I wonder what this commercial's for. What are they advertising? Is this a guitar commercial? Is this an amp commercial? Don't see those a whole lot on Hulu. And then it's like perfume for men. And it's like, oh, yeah. I forgot these these exist for men, too. You had to be kind of amped up for this uh, for a guitar thing, and it wasn't. It was just... Uh, this will make you smell like you're cool playing the guitar, but not really, because like that's not an actual smell. I'm sorry, I've been haunted by this ad you sent me, and I'm still trying to figure it out. And that's the thing, right? Because you remember them. It, it, okay, the song was Team, not Royals. Okay. No, I'm sorry. I Let's feel like go I'm back. talking too much. I, I solved the riddle. It's team. I feel better. Let's go back to your thing. So the point is, perfume commercials are dumb. Cologne commercials are dumb. But how do you write a commercial to sell a thing that's expensive that is also a smell? So I've noticed uh, there's like a, I'm skimming through several of these. I found a playlist of like 100 uh, perfume commercials and they're all exactly the same. It's always just like a person and a maximum of two people. Yeah. And some abstract imagery and abstract, like, themes. And none of it's relatable. Now, it's not, like, the times... fantasy of don't you want to be, like, this rich person? It's more like this isn't even a person. This is just a weird thing. Yeah. So it's a very specific genre. Now you, like, sit down and break it down. A lot of times, very attractive people will jump into pools. But the pools will yeah. be on, like, the roof of a building in New York City. And the star will be real. Sky will be like super saturated. It's like the sky doesn't look like that in New York City. There's so much light pollution there. That's bullshit. And then it'll be like, hey, spend a hundred dollars at Macy's for this liquid that makes you smell. So we don't have a Macy's a anymore. It closed. What is your perfume? 
Um, I dab a little whiskey behind my ears once in a while. No, I mean like you're selling a perfume. Okay. I want to. I, I want to guess. It's called. Um. It's called. Author. Remorse. And it's spelled like remorse, but with a little thing on the e at the end. Oh, I like that. That's clever. Keep going. And it the it should look like a whiskey bottle, like not not novelty, but it should evoke the feeling of a whiskey bottle. Okay. I like that. Okay, so like? tell me how you'd sell it. So what I would do is I would take um, I would just play random clips from the Neon Demon. But out of order, I don't know if you've seen that movie. No. That movie's fucked up. It's like a really weird art house movie with strange shots and they 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 a lot of lingering shots and the background's usually weird. Uh, Keanu Reeves is in it. I think someone gets killed by a cougar. But I like the art direction of the Neon Demon kind of reminds me of um of perfume commercials now that I think about it. And so I would like, I want like, I want to do shots of the Neon Demon, and at the end of the commercial, it's just the lady vomiting up someone's eyeball, because like, there's a cannibalism at the end of that movie. And then it'd be like, authorial <laughs> remorse. Hey. If you were like, yeah, I want to smell like a lady that just vomited up an eyeball. Also, I'm glad it looks like a Jack Daniels bottle, because <laughs> that's what I need right now. It smells like freshly baked bread, by the way, because that's an amazing smell. Is that a good perfume smell? Probably not. This is this is something that you get out of Spencer's gifts. <laughs> or a hot topic. Well, I think I'm funny tonight. Jesus Christ. They actually do sell perfume at Hot Topic though. Do they? Yeah, and that that you reminded me of that and I got sad. I have to look this up now. Yeah, Blackheart Skull Romance. I typed in perfume and I don't see it on their website. Well, it's a fragrance. I I linked it to you. Oh, it is a skull. Look at that. It's purple. It's $2.99. I also found uh, (laughs) found Shrek cologne at Walmart. Oh, shit. Shrek for boys. It's one way to get kids to put on green deodorant. So, uh, what's your what's your uh, perfume or cologne, Cameron? Wait, um, let me type this in. Okay, so my perfume would be Error. No, Error d'Amour. I think it would be purple. That's a good color. And it would smell like it's orange. I like that. It it's uh. Nice and citrusy. Also, it plays with expectations. People like that, probably. Keeps them on their toes. Okay, we got like we get like a fashion model, right? Okay. And she's it, it, she's like giving a presentation, like she's doing the the runway thing where you walk down the aisle, but there's okay. like no people around. It's just her in a dark room, and she gets down to the end, and there's like mist and stuff or whatever. It's all moody with whatever music playing, and um, she turns around at the end. And the camera turns around with her. And now behind her, there's like mirrors that are reflecting her. But they're all in different angles. So as she walks away, like she's getting further away until there's like five of her going away in a circle. And then she stops 
and then all of the reflections stop and turn towards her and start walking towards her and then that cuts to black and she turns around and there's nothing there but she opens a door and it's like uh, the city skyline like she's leaving a building and she walks through the door and the door closes and then it says the logo that sounds like a very sensible perfume commercial okay that's my first try so i feel good yeah yeah that was that works i got one okay so the 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 commercial it's a it's a lady as a mermaid and she's like jumping off a or she's a, there's a pier there's a guy looking at her but she like turns away and she starts swimming down and it's like really beautifully shot she's got like a really shimmery iridescent you know tail and she keeps going down and it gets really dark and then all of a sudden there's like a light and she's heading towards the light and uh playing some like really moody music or whatever maybe like pop music in a minor key and uh, she gets to the light and it's like a treasure chest and she opens the treasure chest and looks inside but then it zooms out and the treasure chest is actually like the thing dangling from a giant anglerfish and there's actually just like this monster jaw that's like around her but she can't see it there's the te- and the teeth are just as shimmery as her tail and then it's like the black pearl yeah that works too so when you first pitched that we should be you know writing these I was like, I don't know. Where does this go? But it's like, we got so many ideas just coming out of the woodwork here. I want to see an animated, like, cartoon animated perfume commercial. Because um, the bait and switch there would be amazing. She's like, oh, well, this is a new show on, like, FX. Maybe it's, like, the Archer guys. Or maybe it's, like, a Disney movie or a, a Pixar thing. And, it, you know, it's really inter- energetic. Like, something's happening. Something's getting stolen, maybe. Or, uh, the, you know, the stars are falling out of the sky. And they're like, shit, is this the end of the world? And then, like, this cartoon character is just, like, perfume. And you're like, oh, you fucking had me. But you'd remember that. Okay, this isn't quite that. But have you seen that classic Saturday Night Live bit? Probably not. This is an ad for compulsion. I click play. This is like weird. <laughs> God damn. That's good. I mean, that That's was a... weird as fuck. And it wasn't that funny, but that was good. Well, the thing is, this is like a shot for shot of a Calvin Klein ad for compassion. Oh, really? Yeah, so that ad was, I think, what started the trend of super weird perfume commercials because it was so artsy and so abstract. And it's like it demands that you treat it seriously. And it's like, uh, it's weird. Yeah, and every time like one starts, I, I, I'm i sure there, there are plenty of ads you see, right? You're just like, what are they advertising? And a lot of, like medicine ones can be that, too, where they're just like, look at all these happy people doing happy things and it's like because of medicine and then it's a long list of uh, side effects that'll kill you and the, the, there's just a dissonance to them that like I don't know how you would properly advertise some of these things especially stuff that's kind of abstract uh, and I, I guess the answer is you make really weird shit like a lady's dances on the moon at least that's visually interesting though but it doesn't make me want to 
buy their product. Granted, I'm not really the target audience for that product, but perfume is expensive, and jewelry is expensive, and like these these items that they you know the. I just I don't know what you do with it. Like I, it it is an interesting writing problem. Like obviously I'm not taking it that seriously on the show because I'm trying to be stupid and funny. But if I actually had to sit down and write like, hey, you have to sell this perfume. It smells like black cherries, but not in a weird Kool-Aid sense. And you're like, well, obviously we can't include the word black cherry anywhere in here because people are going to think of Kool-Aid. So we, we have to scrap the title of it. We got to start over there. Like, I don't know how you do that. Like, there's the honest way where it's like, well, okay, you're wearing perfume because you want people to be attracted to you. But then you get like an Old Spice commercial, but Old Spice is like $4 and perfume's like 45 I'm just stinky. Okay, I found the original ad. It's called Obsession. This is 1986. God damn. This this commercial is older than I am. (laughs) And it's not written as well as anything you can write. I kind of like the idea, though, of, like, treating ads like stories. Like, the idea of, like, whatever this is, it's a drama, right? It's black and white. The characters are, like, there's, there's something bad's going on. She's obsessed with the thing, like, and we see that in modern commercials too. Like the any of the insurance stuff, like they basically have lore now. Like, oh, we can watch an insurance commercial where the the progressive people are on the beach trying to have a vacation, or the the Jamie character has a, lives in a big house and can sing opera. Like all of that stuff is canonically true because there have been so many progressive commercials with the same characters that they just have a story. Yeah. I do like that. I think that's fucking awesome. Well, you know, that's what they used to do for McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, with the Grimace and all that shit. Yeah, that's where all the characters came from was like a running narrative. Like it was a serial where, you know, every month or so there'd be a new ad where it's like, oh, here's a, here's the new adventure from Ronald McDonald. And it felt like a new episode. It wasn't just they really want me to buy a burger. It was like, oh, well, was you going to stop the hamburger? Oh, with a gun. Yay. And it's like... <laughs> Yeah, I I almost wonder, you know, like those Old Spice ads, the really like funny edited ones, they were so striking and memorable because they were the only ad like it for a while. Yeah. I would love to see someone bring back this like running narrative of like, you want to know what happens to these characters next time. But also, you're going to really enjoy these socks while you (laughs) wait for the next episode. Exactly. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a product, right? Like Carvana ads are kind of the same way. We're like, they have the the premise of, of these two car salesmen are really pissed off because Carvana makes it so they don't have jobs. Like, what do you mean? You could just buy a car without our help. We're here to tell you about the cars. You can just go online and find everything you need to know and not talk to a human being and play a, pay a sales fee. And that's like their shtick, right? But I want them to take it a step further. Like I want these guys to lose their jobs. Like, like they get fired because they're obsolete and they're they're they've been replaced by an algorithm, but then you all of a sudden you start doing that, and you now you're now you're making commentary on the world, and your customers might might not like that commentary, so you have to be careful about it. But I, you establish them as characters through multiple commercials, and a lot of companies do this. I mean, fuck like the old Verizon stuff, right? Having that one uh, MacBook guy, those are two different products, but you get what I mean, like. People hire a guy to do commercials for a long time. Like the, we got to find the spokesperson for our brand. 
do more with that. Like you have it, you have your person. You have your Travago guy, who was, I think, a ninja assassin, which is fucking weird. At some point, I will rewatch that movie to confirm that. I have not forgotten that factoid. But, like, yeah, he's helping people find your awesome help motels with Travago. But, like, what, what, what's the cost to him? I want to be invested in him. You're, gonna, you're making me watch advertisements with him. Tell a story. So, on the topic of ads... Did you see this ad in the new NBA 20 or 2K22? No. This was kind of making the rounds. So this is a basketball game. Keep that in mind while you're watching. This is a real advertisement? Yeah. Or is this like a thing in a video game? Well, I guess they're the well, same thing, because that's clearly an advertisement, but like... What? That's, that's in the video game. There's a God state damn. farm booth, and you walk up and it plays the sequence with your character and Jake from State Farm, who is rendered better than the player character, and he gives you his drip so you can represent the farm when you're walking around with your little State Farm shirt. I don't know what to think about that because yeah, a lot of people are having trouble processing it because it's like this is either a huge guffaw or an omen of the next generation of gaming, and people haven't yeah. determined yet. <laughs> like I know this could be the norm is a thing, right? Like we product placement's been around forever. You can watch any Michael Bay movie, and you're going to get ads for stuff. It's just in the background. But also, we live in a world where we products are everywhere. So if you watch a movie and there's not like an advertisement for Coke somewhere, like a billboard, you're like, oh, the billboards all have fake products. That's weird. Like, why don't they just get a Coke billboard? At a certain point, we're so used to seeing product placement and advertisements that we expect it. So I get that. But this is this is fucked up. Like video games are 60 goddamn dollars and they're already charging me microtransactions. They want me to sign on to the game pass. And they're like, oh, by the way, do you want to just watch an advertisement for State Farm? Like, no, never. So um, this is going to be my glad space, but I've been playing Forza Horizons. There's so many ads like like the you, you can put decals on your car, right? Yeah. And so it's stuff like do you want a lightning bolt or do you want this photorealistic monster energy drink banner ad? <laughs> Or do you want this photorealistic Rockstar energy drink ad? But then the funniest part is like, because I mean, that's kind of what race cars do. There's ad space on oh, cars. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it feels appropriate. Like you're saying, it would have been weird if it was all fake things. But you can do custom decals. And so I go on the decal thing and it's like, well, I wonder what people are making. Like there's an anime girl and there's a dinosaur and, and there's a... Um, like vote for Obama sticker because like the backlog goes back to whatever. But there's a bunch of ads like you can put McDonald's and Burger King and um, like people take the time to accurately recreate their favorite brands so that they can pretend that they're sponsored by their favorite products. That both and it's like, does and does not surprise me. I've seen people with Monster Energy tattoos. Yes, right? like, it, it, there's a trendiness to branding. Um, Most t-shirts a... are branded. You see yeah. people wearing Coca-Cola t-shirts, Pepsi t-shirts. Hollister is a brand. 
Like, I, I'm literally wearing a band t-shirt right now. The band is the brand. I like the art. I like the music. But to make anything successful, it also has to be a brand. Like, marketing is a thing. Like, it, it's involved in everything. You can't separate a product from its marketing, which is fucking depressing. But also, what are you going to do? Right? Like, the things you like were created by people who are created them to make money. And it's just, at a certain point, yeah, I guess I'm going to make a realistic McDonald's thing or a Nintendo logo for my car in my racing game. That doesn't surprise me at all. So, it just, I think there's something funny because I'm playing this racing game. And, like, there's a trend of putting, like, sexy anime girls on the race car. Like, that's sure. a that's a style. And I thought, oh, you know, it'd be funny... I want to find like a sexy anime picture of Flo from Progressive. Oh God! And just make a Progressive car, just with Niku on it, you know? Yeah. And that's funny. And I think if I was racing online and somebody saw that car, they would point at it and go, "Ha ha!" Now I'm playing NBA 2K22, and Jake from State Farm says he's a big fan and he'll always be there to support me. And I'm like, "Fuck you! Get the fuck out of my face, Jake from State Farm." I don't want to hear your damn slogan. I mean, the 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 difference is intent, right? Like, I'm going to go it, do this yes. as a joke versus they're going to shove this at me because they were paid a lot of money by State Farm, the company. It's gross. <laughs> it is so gross. That is so weird. And like you said, like, I feel like that's an omen. <laughs> and that is terrifying. I it, want... I want it makes this sense to... in, like, Grand Theft Auto, right? Like, or GTA. Well, that's the same thing. Or... Games that are set in this world, in this time zone. Like, I kind of get it. I don't want it, though. I don't I, I don't like advertisements. I have an ad blocker. I think there's a time and a place for advertisements where they are not obtrusive. And it's like, hey, that's fair, you know? Something yeah. that never bothered me is, like, the banners in a football game where, like, they go around the field. So, like, you'll see the logos on the side. Sure. Because it's like, what are they going to put there? Just a flat color? Like, I don't care. It's not in the way. Mm. As soon as there's an advertisement cutscene, it's like, that doesn't trigger something. Like, you don't. Um, if I worked at State Farm, I would go, I don't want to hurt our brand. I, I would not I would right. be opposed to this if I worked there. I, it's um, It's next level. Yeah. It's funny, too, because like, if I were going to do something like this, you know, like, oh, you can design your own logos to put on your cars, right? Like, I might be persuaded or interested, but, okay, what are some, like, really local companies that I could put on here? Like, like where I work or uh, sealants from Floorcraft or whatever, like, whatever that floor place is in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Like, shit I hear every day. And it's funny because it's a real place, but also... No one knows about them or cares. And so the idea of like going out of your way to make this mom and pop shop and put it on your race car and then go online so people have to see that is really funny to me. Like Joe making that quick trip for VR chat, right? Like it's the same thing. I go there a lot. I was literally there this morning buying coffee and a salad for lunch. And so I have a connection to quick trip. I like quick trip. But. No one outside the Midwest knows what Quick Trip is. And so the idea of like some crazy person from Minnesota putting like 50 hours to design the perfect Quick Trip for VR chat, like that's a joke in itself. That's funny. But then it's functional and it's funny because it's functional. Like there's a lot of layers there. 
it is still like advertising though, right? Like, like, Hey, here's quick trip. You can go here. Like, I don't know it. The way social media and video games, the internet have like altered advertising is so bizarre because like you can be part of a campaign and that's neat, but you're not making any money off it unless you work for the company. It's weird. <laughs> and and again, it comes back to like a fashion thing too. Because, uh, you know, some of these brands, the brand is the appealing part of it. Yeah. Um, like you were saying, like, it, you know, with band shirts, it it's cool because you like a cool thing. For a, a chemical-based energy supplement, they want you to think it's cool. So they make pretend band shirts so that you wear your Monster Energy drink shirt, you know? Yeah. And that's where we're getting to this gradient of, like, is it cringe? Uh, well, it's everywhere. That means it's trendy, so it's uh, it's acceptable. It might still be cringe. Did you see Flo from Progressive in the Adams Family movie? No. It's really weird seeing Flo in the Adams Family art style. Is this? I take it this is real. Yeah. God damn. Did you see Flo from Progressive in um, Plants vs Zombies? No, God. Yeah, see, I mean, it it's already started, right? It's just a matter of like, oh, is it going to be interactive now? Did you see Flo from Progressive and Mod Nation Racers too? Holy shit, Flo from Progressive gets around. Wow, she is really ugly in this game. That's All the characters are. Sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, yeah. There's this adorable Twitter account I just love called No Context Product Placement. Oh, that sounds like a good one. And it's like, that new Evangelion movie came out, and then here's a here's a snapshot of the Doritos, where they accurately drew a Doritos bag. I... <laughs> I'm waiting yeah. for it to arrive. This reminds me, though. So, uh, I don't know if you know who Lil Nas X is. He's a, he's a rapper, R&B singer, pop singer, musician. Yeah. Um, he released an album recently within the last week or two. It's pretty good. Uh, really, really good on Twitter, though. Like, that dude knows how to market himself and to be, like, a personality. And so the album comes out, and he goes, Hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remove my picture from the, the album, so it's just the background. I want you to Photoshop something in where I was, and then I'm going to pay the winner, my favorite one, $1,000. And I'm going to pay the second place $500. Uh. So retweet this and then do this, right? He turns it into a contest. And of course, a ton of people are like, fuck yeah, let's do this. Let's either ha- like take it seriously, make something really cool, or be really dumb and put some meme shit in there or SpongeBob or whatever. And I was listening to the album and I didn't have anything better to do. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to do this. I have Photoshop. And I and I make a thing. I'm kind of happy with it. So I tweet it out and then I... You just tweet it normally, but hey, look what I made. Look at the this guy's, you know, album art. I, I had fun. And that kind of contest, like that free publicity for his album, because his album art's fairly specific. This gets like that is so fucking smart. Like he's engaging people and having strangers literally make product placement for him and calling it a you know, it's it's an art contest. I would have pay my favorite one a grand. Like, that's a decent chunk of change. Hell yes, I'm going to do this, right? Like, I'll spend an hour on this. I might get $1,000. And that interactivity, it's cool. Like, I had fun doing that. I liked what I made. 
but also I'm just like a shill for this dude at this point and I don't even love his album that much like it's good I'm probably not gonna buy it but I like it like it's a good set of tunes that are you know like there's a there's a certain level of being divorced from the product at hand versus the event that still advertises the product at hand I follow Quick Trip on Twitter because that Quick Trip, that that account is super funny. Are you gonna uh, send them also... the link to VR Chat? Oh yeah, when that's done, absolutely. Oh, um, I sent you the screenshot from Fifth Element where the McDonald's logo is literally a third of the cinema screen. Yeah, is that a real shot from that movie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, remember the Coke ad in Final Fantasy? Uh no. That doesn't fit. See, that to me is a problem. That's a continuity error. Final Fantasy doesn't have Coca-Cola. Um, I think it was Coke. That's weird. I did a search for it, and it's not coming up, and it should be like... Um, this is weird. I'm not crazy. Is this Is this Google hiding information again? I don't know. Hmm... What did what did you send me here? So that that's the Photoshop I did for the the oh, little yeah. Nas X thing, Montero. Yeah, it's cool. I, I I chopped out instead of replacing the foreground, I chopped out the background and put some like weird Lovecraftian horror shit in there. And I'm like, you know this this has turned out kind of neat. Like that's a neat visual. <laughs> I'm happy with it. No, that actually does look cool. I hope I win a thousand dollars or five hundred. I'd be happy with five hundred. This is really pissing me off that I can't find it. I like how we accidentally talked about just like the nature of advertisements. I mean, that's kind of what we were talking about by dissecting and recreating our own. Yeah. Also, I'm sorry if I'm like talking a lot and being dumb. I am like, I did just have my third drink in uh, only a couple hours. (laughs) I like drink. It's fun. I don't have to work tomorrow. I'm so excited. I'm annoyed. I cannot believe I can't find this. I'm I'm going to hate myself editing all the silence out of the show later, too. I'm sorry. Boy, I can't. I cannot believe it. Oh, I'm sorry. We're... We Yeah, we went on some tangents, though, didn't we? It's been fun. What are some good ads? Ooh. So I know we, we touched on the progressive stuff already, but I actually legitimately enjoy most like insurance ads. They've gotten to this point where there's one, there's lore, and they're weird. And I don't I don't always know what to expect. And so there's a certain level of like tension to them. I like I like the characters in the progressive ad. Like I think they're kind of funny. And the idea of like them having these home lives or oh it's covid time so they're like doing a web chat and they suck at it like that kind of buffoonery is entertaining and i don't know it's just there's a character building to it that kind of works the limu emu ads i can't remember what company that is those ones are dumb but at the same time they have like a visual style to them that is like really inescapable like they're black and yellow and they have, like, a giant fucking bird who's really well animated. And I kind of appreciate that, too. Like, 
I don't like them, but also I can tell that there's like a lot of thought that goes into these. Like, like there's a team and they had a lot of specific things they're trying to do. And they're trying to make it funny for an audience that's huge, but not offensive funny. So they're doing this and this and this. Like, it's interesting. I, I think that I have the same sensibility with other shit where I, I have like a, a bad taste where I like the terrible ads that don't work, like the PlayStation 3 exploding demon baby. Oh, sure. Where it's like, how does this get anyone to buy the console? But also, I can't get enough of it. There's some like local ads that are really bad that are kind of fun. Oh, <laughs> the best are those like the CGI ones where it's animated by someone that doesn't do CGI. We have a I I think this guy is local. It's like a the general. Oh, those fuck those. <laughs> okay, so it looks like this dude actually is um there's a credit unit called Merv uh or Verve is the name of the uh, the, the 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 guy who runs it his name Merv so Merv from Verve and he has like really weird radio ads because they're trying to do a specific kind of storytelling but they're not always done well but you can tell like the guy that is writing them and like acting them really cares and so there's a certain level of like I am trying my best and this is my budget and I think I did a good job and I want you to be happy but they're still kind of like too long and too stupid and uh they get a decent amount of play on the radio station, and the dude like will like websites because it's like, oh, it's fall, so I'm gonna do the pumpkin spice loan. You should go to pumpkinspiceloan.com. And I remember this shit because it's so dumb, but also it works. Like I literally just did an ad for his shit right now. Like that's all real. Yeah, that's true. If I can, and so like it, it literally, it legitimately works. I'm trying to like find an example to send to you, but yeah, I'm having trouble searching stuff tonight. I I don't know. YouTube's doing this thing where I'll do a search and it'll give me like five results and then say, "Well, you want to watch this other stuff though, right? It's unrelated stuff." And they, no, I don't. I like I like that this dude makes websites and then like that's sort of the crux of his thing is like you can redirect to my website by going to this weird website I make. I think that's actually really smart because I remember the weird websites because I'm just like, why would you do this? And then it's like, oh, it, it, it works. It really, really works. I generally don't like his ads. They, they last too long and they're kind of dumb. But they stick with me, and I hear them enough where it's like, I this is just literally like a thing in my head. Like I, I forgot algebra, but I remember this fucker's loans. I kind of applaud him for it. Like, you did it. This is amazing how hard it is to find anything tonight. I'm sorry, but, but I mean, like, why isn't it just it's a search engine? Just why isn't it working? None of these things are what I typed in. Use quotation marks. Around what? I don't know. Nope. I can't find it. Yeah, that there's this guy that makes these car ads. 
dude local and it's ads like, he, like are hard to find i've definitely looked before like you hear them yeah. locally and you see them locally and then they are nowhere else you're like, I guess I have to literally like record the radio station while it plays, or it will not exist on the internet. But this guy is national. Oh. So what he does is he has a bunch of videos online, and it's like there's placeholders. And the idea is he wants you to buy the rights to that ad and then put your logo where the placeholder is and run it locally. Oh, that's weird. And so all the ads are like painfully generic. Where it's just like generic looking CGI cars and generic looking like characters that stand there. And they'll do something silly that has nothing to do with a car. So it's like, like boy, I love my chair. Oh, no, my chair broke. I'm going to go to the chair store. This isn't a chair store. This is a car store. That's right. I'm selling cars. And we can buy a car today. And then it cuts to like, you know, it put ad promo here for like five okay. seconds. And the guy's like, wow, there's got, you know, this car has four chairs in it. I'm going to drive my chair home. Wee. And, and you're like, what did I just watch? Because the characters animate so jarring. We're like, they won't move, but their their lips are flapping up and down. Like, they're not actually, like, lip synced that well. And their arms oh. are, like, gesturing up and down like a family guy and sped up. And it's, it, it, they're all like this. And it was like, there was a whole YouTube channel that was just collecting these ads. And it was like, you could watch all of them and it would give you a headache. That sounds about right. But it made me wonder, like, did anyone ever buy these <laughs> and put them to use? Because the only ones I saw were, like, the the placeholder, like, this is the stuff I can do. And and I think there was a link to the guy's website. I can't remember his name or I'd be able to find these. But it's, like, I think you could buy these pre-done ads or commission him to, like, animate a whole thing from scratch. But they were all kind of the same, so it didn't matter. <laughs> sure. Oh, here's here's something similar. This is Blue Tax. Do you remember Blue Tax? Uh, no. this is definitely the style. Oh, yeah. I love how this tax character has like a cartoony head, but then everyone in the audience are regular humans, like the proportions. Yeah. This is a bad commercial. I wonder, is Blue Tax still around? Did this commercial tank them? Well, they spent so much money on it. Oh. <laughs> That's not a good sign if you do a search for a company and the first result and the only result is their listing on the uh, Better Business Bureau website. Yeah, that's definitely not a good sign. One out of five stars with an Ooh. average of one customer reviews. And they are That's not BBB no accredited. We yeah, their website's really gone now. It's tonight. a GoDaddy website. <laughs> Before we sign off, do you think we'll hit a point where we will see ads for YouTube channels? Um, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Dude, I would love to see an ad. Like, I'm watching TV and I get, like, an ad for Fred's voice, the ASMR guy I watch. He's like, hello there. I'm your rude barber. And I was like, oh, I like this. I like this bit. What you gonna do? And he's like, got you to go to my YouTube channel. He's got a very deep voice, everyone. I do not. Um, Did you see... uh, What's that movie that just came out? 
with the video game man. Uh, Free guy. Yeah, people keep saying that. I don't know anything about it. Did you see Free Guy? No. It's about an NPC in a video game that becomes self-aware. Oh, okay. And there's a there's a few parts where it, this is like an online Grand Theft Auto game, and it's like the most popular video game around right now. And so part of the narrative is that like there's Twitch streamers commenting on what's going on. And they got actual Twitch streamers. Like, Ninja is in this. Oh, that's kind of cool. And Jacksepticeye and other people whose names I didn't recognize. And what was weird was they're, they're more like cameos. Like, they weren't really ads. Um, if you don't know who Ninja is, you're not going to be able to, like, search him out after watching the movie and being charmed by him. But if you recognize him, it's like, oh, that's Ninja. And they record it on, like, their actual Twitch set. So that it looked like an actual Twitch stream, you know, like it wasn't like they're in a fake gamer set. It's like their home <laughs> or, whatever, or their studio and like on their actual camera and stuff. And what was really weird was how uh, a couple of them, they just had like these little reaction shots where like something would happen in the movie and then it just cuts to some girl and she's like, what? I can't believe that happened. And it doesn't quite work. And then there are others that were actually like good actors and they had lines and it was believable because it felt like something they would say on a stream. Nice. And it was kind of weird because it had this uh, it had this weird like, oh, this is embarrassing that they got real Twitch streamers for their movie. But also, no, they handled it just right and they didn't cross the line to make it cringy. And I don't oh. know how they pulled that off. It's just that it was very weird. Some of them are good. They're literally on camera talking for eight hours a day as their job. I mean, you'd think that some people find a way to like, you know, it's not natural because they're being fed a line. We're at 57 minutes. I know there's been a lot of dead air you want to cut out, but should we start wrapping up? Do you want to do a glad space or you got more to say on our fume commercial topic at hand? I mean, I think ads are fun. I think brands are fun. Um, I think it's kind of like silly and ironic to put a Mountain Dew Baja Blast logo on the back of my car. But at the same time, I do like Baja Blast. Oh, you know what? I did that on VR chat. I have like a custom Baja Blast emoji. Did I throw at people? Yep. It's like, yeah. So I, yeah, that's a, (laughs) it's hypocritical of me to complain about any ad when I force it on others. I kind of like that our show doesn't have ads. Yeah. I listened to a couple, um, I'm going to say amateur grade podcasts similar to ours. And like, there's a, there's actually a thing out there right now where you can get ads for your podcast, no matter how few viewers you have. Now we don't know if they're viewers, but we'll get that later. Ah, and it's interesting to me because like it basically, it, it doesn't lock you out. Um, you're probably not going to get much out of it until you get bigger, but it's like, hey, you got your foot in the door. And so I sure. don't begrudge anyone for using that. But at the same time, I think about our 30 loyal listeners and it's like, yeah, I'm not going to tell any of these guys about Verve. Or... <laughs> That's my job. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. It's, a, it's like, ah, no, I'd rather um, I'd rather eat the cost of hosting these myself. Yeah, for for the show that we do, I don't think like it's worth paying ad time. 
where I spend money to to get a host. On. I think it's Casto style for for the cup. And there there are definitely weeks where I'm just like, man, I feel like I don't. You know, if I have like a bad episode or if I have to edit and I'm pissed off, like I can't believe I fucking pay for this work. Like this is horseshit. But most of the time, it's like, nah, this is this is a totally fine expense because I like the people I'm talking with and it's fun and it's a used to talk and I'm glad we. And I didn't set out to podcast to make money or fame. I did it because I thought it would be fun, and I think that's okay, right? Like having that kind of expectations from a creative endeavor or or whatever you want to call this like as long as if you're ex- if you're going I'm going to do this to get famous probably not going to work you're going to be disappointed if you're going to be like I'm going to do this because I can and I might fulfill me in some weird spiritual way there you go like set your expectations correctly I love the idea of someone setting out to start a podcast cuz they're like I need spiritual fulfillment so I will tell the world that Rise of the Skywalker was a bad film. Yeah, I don't I don't know why people start. I I definitely have like a dude on my Facebook who said something like uh god, it was it was so stupid. It was something like uh this bad thing happened today and this bad thing happened to me. But don't worry guys, I bought podcasting equipment. You're going to learn the real truth. And it's like, "Oh, no one cares." <laughs> Like, you know, this idea, like, don't, you know, like, I bought a, a good microphone and a license to Reaper. I can, I can get even, you know, like, welcome to the club. <laughs> I don't, just, it was so, it was so strange. Yeah. I, you know, I feel bad because, um, there's a guy I know on Twitter. I want to say he has like 1,500 followers. That's pretty good. That's and the, well, yeah, it, I mean, that's a lot of followers. But he posts comics all the time. He has this little like narrative with um, these uh, these characters that all live in hell, and like they get get up to like silly antics. And I want to say that his comics average like two or three likes. Oh no! And he's been getting really frustrated because he he feels like he doesn't have much of a readership, but he cranks out these comics like he's a really. Uh, you know, he's taking it serious. He tries to learn. He tries to improve. He tries to mix things up. He tries different gimmicks. He tries different narratives. He tries different storytelling styles. And it's like, yeah, one or two likes. And he's getting frustrated because he puts a lot of energy into it. And he knows that there's like people seeing it, but he's not getting the like positive feedback he feels warrants the effort. Sure. And he's getting this like really frustrated like crisis of like, you know, what should he give up on everything? Or should he keep doing this to himself and feeling frustrated? And that's not an easy question to answer for anybody. No. Yeah, that's the thing. There's a, a YouTube channel I like that talks about music. He doesn't have, like, the biggest viewership, but his viewers interact with him a lot. Like, if he posts a video, he gets a ton of comments. And then there'll be someone, like, way bigger than him that posts, like, half as many comments or a third as many comments. He's happy where he's at. Right, because he's like, well, my viewership are engaged with my content. Like, I can say a thing, and I can be like, hey, what do you think? And I will get like a lot of people chiming in. Like, they want to know and they want to respond, and you know, and actually engage with me on on a level that is passively watching my video. And that's better than having like twice as many followers that don't actually give a shit. And honestly, I I totally agree with that. Like building a relationship with, with your followers and your worship is better than having like a big one of just what don't actually care. But if you're trying to get advertisements, the bigger number is better than the smaller number. So, you know, 
spiritual versus capitalism or you know kind of thing right like what are, what what's what are your goals what are your what are you trying to be yeah. reasonable it depends on what your actual goal is and are you moving towards that goal or not mm. i think some people maybe they set unreasonable goals and i think some people maybe don't know what their goal actually is and end up getting frustrated when they see something they don't have yeah and it's like it, is that you know that thing you don't have is it because you actually want it or do you just think that you're supposed to have it by now because sometimes when you realize that you don't actually care that much it makes it a lot easier to get over it and i know you mentioned like we only have like we have like 30 active listeners and that's like a fairly accurate number if i go look at our streams it you know bounces between i don't know like 20 and maybe 45 depending on what we're talking about um that's a small viewership but you can like you you 30 people can contact us in whatever way we will see it because there are so few of you like you know if you want to talk to us you fucking can you know what let me check because we're dumb and alcoholics but yeah let me check my opinions are cheap at gmail.com we have 400 unread emails so i probably should check this before tonight wait really no i'm joking I was going to say, how many of those are heads for Viagra? Not even Viagra cares. Aww. Um, I, we, did get, uh, we did get a fan letter from Richard. Hi, Richard. Um, Richard says, uh, how's it going, Ming? Very insightful. So thank, thank you, you Richard. Richard. Um, oh, wait. wait he, he also said, I really enjoyed those Sonic episodes. LOL. Oh. I really like those two. I, I, that was super. That was super fun to do. <laughs> I bragged about those to the comics podcast. People were like, guys, you gotta listen to the Sonic episodes we did. We listened to Sonic music. We talked about Sonic. Why do I like Sonic so much? I don't even like him that much, but I do. Oh, um, what was uh, what was it the other day we were talking? Oh yeah, we gotta play Sonic Hedgehog two. Oh yeah. You gotta finish it now. You finished Doom Immortal. Yeah. If I do it on the PC, I'll have save states. I can cheat. Yeah, that's not much of a cheat. That doesn't matter. That is something. I bet I have. I think I have that game on Steam. We are at an hour seven now. I think with we cut out all the silence, we'll be at like. Uh, do you want to start wrapping up? Should we do a glad space? Um. Yeah. You know, I touched on it a little earlier, but I've been really enjoying a horse. Forza Horizon 4. There we go. That's the one that takes place in Europe, and you drive around, and it's a lot of fun. Nice. Um, it's on Game Pass. So I got an Xbox Series S for the living room uh, for the family to enjoy, you know? Because, like, my dad's still using the Xbox 360, and it's like, I think the power button doesn't work anymore. You, you can only turn it on via the controller. Sure. So it's kind of like, you know what? Uh, this Series S thing, it's a really strong machine. It's really small and unobtrusive, and it's pretty cheap. So I thought, hey, let's get this. Let's get Game Pass. And playing a lot of games on there, I did not expect to fall in love with a car game. Like, I'm not huge into cars, but I fell in love with it. The whole family did. We've been taking turns playing. We'll just sit up there while someone else is playing. The dogs will curl up by the fireplace, and we're all just enjoying the car driving. Uh, it's been a hoot. If anyone out there has Game Pass, um, don't ignore it. But also, the new one comes out in a month. 
that takes place in Mexico. And that's the one I'm actually looking forward to. So I'll share, fun. yeah, I'll share my notes on that when it comes out. But yeah, they, I think all week we've been playing a lot of Forza. So I gotta cool. share that as my glad space. I'm uh for mine. I've been uh, I've been reading a book by Tim Dorsey. It's called Florida Roadkill. It is a comedy crime story that takes place in Florida, where every character is kind of like a a cartoon character. Surge is like the main protagonist, kind of a serial killer who's off his meds, and he really likes Florida, and he wants to like do a tw- and he kills people, but only if they deserve it most of the time. Sometimes he'll kill people that don't deserve it, but generally he's got like a moral compass that. And he's teamed up with this guy named Coleman who is just like a giant man baby drug addict and alcoholic and it is it's very stupid the plot's really thin and it's mostly a vessel for florida facts and crime but i'll give tim dorsey this that dude can describe a character really well like his prose is sort of like hey i'm gonna like you're gonna know everything you need to know about this character in like four sentences like he's a good writer I don't know if he's a good storyteller because the it's kind of dumb, but I'm having a, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Like it is a it is a funny, silly, wild ride of a book. I think five or six of he's been at this for a while. Uh, I'd say yeah, give it a check. Like, you know, you got like an Audible credit or something, or you're on a Barnes and Noble and you want like a crime story that's kind of dumb. You can go worse. Like this, like I'm having a good time. My dad loves this guy, so he's got the rest of the books. I will probably I will at least read the next one. I'm having enough fun. I want to go. I want to keep going. I don't know, like, just it's just silly. And it takes place in Florida, and so it could just be silly. And you're like, yeah, that makes sense. It's fucking Florida. It's always fun finding a new book to sink your teeth into. It really is. I The way he talked about this, reading him for a while. He's been trying to get me to read him for a while. And I'm like, fine, I'll do it. And I was iffy. Like, I was like, okay, what's the catch, right? Like, Because these are kind of like airplane books. And I don't expect the best writing from that kind of like page turner. But they're they're really well done. Like this dude's got a good grasp of prose. Like read really well. Like I was like really impressed and just super creative in how he describes places and people because he gives a life and uh, a personality like right away. And it's like, yeah, this is this is good writing. And you know, the crime and the comedy, it's fun. It they're 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 a good they're a good time. I think if anyone out there would be interested, I can hook you up with my friend, Jake. He works at State Farm. Oh, shit. Wait, I need a punchline. I have set up here. I thought a punchline would come to me, and it didn't. <laughs> Boy, I'm not on my A game tonight, am I? Wait, we got to go back to talking about Sonic. Remember when we planned out a whole month of Sonic content where we were going to, like, we're gonna do watch-alongs and a slumber party yeah that's my element i tried to think of a a fifth element joke but i couldn't think of anything that rhymed with fifth off the top of my head you're evil that's the sith element no it doesn't work okay words that rhyme with fifth shit you're going for it (laughs) grith myth Merry Grithmith, everybody. You're a real wordsmith. <laughs> We're so dumb. I love this show so much. I'm sorry. Good night, everybody.
Good night, everybody. Cameron, I'm glad you're my friend. All right. Yeah, we did it.